0: Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janais. Hey y'all, welcome back. It's another episode of the Dear Sister podcast. I am super excited to be back. Um, For those of you who listened to last week's episode, I did not record a new episode. I actually played for y'all a bonus episode that I recorded over the summer. I had just gotten back from Dallas on Sunday morning last Sunday no last Monday morning excuse me and so I just wanted to kind of like relax and just rest because I was so tired and I would have to return to work the next day so I gave y'all a bonus episode 808 in heartbreaks and so I want to say thank you to all of the feedback that I've been getting from that particular episode and shout out to Shay for being so transparent um one thing Sometimes I, I ask myself, okay, Jess, like, what's going to separate your podcast from other women out there who have podcasts who talk about similar subjects? And one thing that I'm so grateful that God has um, graced me to do is to be as transparent and as raw as he will allow me to be. God has graced me for that. So I'm always going to try to give y'all the realness. I'm going to give y'all the rawness. And I'm going to give y'all the transparency about every, not everything, but whatever God guides me to speak about as far as my past mistakes, my past heartbreaks, my past tribulations, my past failures, my past setbacks, all that. And so I just want to say thank you to everyone who trusts me enough to listen to my voice because we all know that. All counsel is in wise counsel. And so I'm grateful to the people that God has assigned to, um, what he's doing in my life and what he's doing through my life. Like I, I literally pray for y'all every day for everybody that posts, um, about my podcast and my blog, those of you who share it with your friends and your family, um, I pray that God will bless you in this season the way that he's blessing me in this season and that when he's moving in my life, that he's moving in the lives of those who are connected to me. And even if I don't know you personally, I promise you, (laughs) I even get teary eyed when I'm praying in the morning on the way to work. Like I want him to bless y'all so much because I can't do this by myself. And to have the support from people, especially people that don't even know me in real life, like that means the world to me. So thank you so much. Please do not forget to comment. I've been getting a lot of ratings, but I need some people to actually comment. So I need you to actually write a review. Okay, please write a review. I think I'm going to do a giveaway. I'm going to do a drawing people who do a re- review i'm gonna put your name in a head or something and i'm gonna pull a name because i really need some reviews guys please i love y'all the ratings i love the ratings but i need some reviews so let me get on today's um topic um so i'm gonna always try to share with y'all whatever god shares with me um the week prior to me recording and so what God shared with me this week, and I I feel like somebody else could use this. Um, I feel like the past few weeks, I have been focused on how to make money from my gift and my purpose. I know what my gift is. And I know for the most part what my purpose is. I feel like God is going to shift how me walking in purpose looks and I kind of sense him doing that already but for the most part I already know what my gift is I've known what my gift is since I was in kindergarten like I used to lay hands on this girl named Candice in kindergarten and so and like just pour into her child I was copying what I saw on Touch by Angel the previous Saturday but I know what my gift is so this these past few weeks I have been focusing so much on how can I create an income For my gifts. Okay. And so that's what that's been my main prayer. Like God show me ways to make um, multiple streams of income. Income this. Income that. Income this. Income that. And God told me I want to say it was Wednesday morning on the way to work. He said while I was praying in the middle of me praying he said do not pimp out your gift. I was like, ooh, like when he said that, like it it stung. And so I, I started to kind of reflect on that throughout the day. And what God was telling me is just your gift is too rich for you to try to pimp it out with these small ideas that you come up with. You know what I'm saying? Like the the word says your gift will make room for you. Not you try to make a room for your gift. Your gift will make a room for you. So I don't know who else needs this, but God told me to stop pimping out my gift. Stop trying to focus on how I can make a coin for my gift. And right now, just focus on walking in purpose and focus on planting the seeds of using my gift. And at the right time and at the right moment, God will elevate me to where I need to go. He will bring the right resources. He will open the right doors. He will even bring in the right types of income. But that shouldn't be my focus right now. My focus right now should be... How to plant seeds with the gifts he's given me to set me up for where God is taking me. So I don't know if this was just for me, but I'm going to share it with y'all. Do not pimp out your gift. And when you think of pimping out something, I just think about a prostitute and a pimp. They doing a whole lot of work for a little bit of money. And they don't even get the money. It goes to their pimp. So do not pimp your own gift. Don't do it. Allow God to mold you, and mold your gifts, and allow him to um, guide you and direct you as you're walking in purpose and using your gifts, okay? Um, so, this episode I recorded last night. As I'm, I'm sitting here, it's Sunday afternoon, okay? Um, and I tried to record this episode yesterday, last night. And when I finished recording, I closed the laptop and I went in my bed and I said, I'm not satisfied with that episode because I feel like it was my flesh. It was like me just forcing it and me not allowing God to speak through me. And so that's another thing that sets me apart is that I don't just put out stuff just to put it out. Like I ask God whenever I'm about to record a show or whenever I'm I'm needing some ideas, I ask God to give me a word for somebody that is hurting, someone who is lost, someone who is confused, and someone who needs revelation. And so, last night, I just felt like I bypassed all that God was trying to show me. And I tried to just do what Jessica wanted to do. And the episode from last night that has been trashed reflected that. And so, when I woke up this morning for church, I literally told God, God, I need a word from you when I get to church. Because right now, I'm running on E!, I also need you to tell me I need instructions and I need clarity on what it is that you want me to speak about because right now I do not know and I need you like God I need you. And so when I go to church this morning, I am expecting not only a word for you, from you for myself, but I'm expecting you to give me clarity and instructions and wisdom on what you want me to speak about for your daughters, God. And so what God revealed to me was that He wants me to talk about the same thing <laughs> that I spoke about last night. But this time, He guided me to what specifically He wants me to talk about regarding this topic. And so I took a nap at the church because I had a, a terrible headache, right? And so when I slightly woke up, I don't know if I woke up for real or if I was dreaming, y'all, but I heard a woman crying. I heard a woman crying, like crying. And so I looked at my TV and my TV was on mute. Okay? And I live around a bunch of military men. So I don't know. I don't know. And my wall's not that thin. Y'all, but I heard a woman crying. And that's who and that I felt like that was a sign from God. Like, okay, Jess, this is definitely what I want you to talk about today. And so my topic for today. Or the title for this message today is Bag Lady. And if you don't know, no, if you haven't noticed lately, the past three episodes have had like um, song titles as the title. And so I was like, I kind of want to kick that up because I love music, like love music. And so today's title is Bag Lady. And if you don't know the song Bag Lady by Erica Badu, either A, you've been living under a rock, or B, <laughs> um you're too young and that's okay sis shout out to all my young babies under 24 Oh no under 25 shout out to all my young babies under 25 i love y'all for real um but in the song bag lady i'm just gonna read some of the lyrics it says um bag lady you gonna hurt your back dragging all them bags like that i guess nobody ever told you all you must hold on to is you one day all them bags gonna get in your way and I'm going to drop down It says, bag lady, you're going to miss your bus. You can't hurry up because you got too much stuff. When you when they see you coming, men take off running. From you is true. Oh, yes, they do. And I'm not going to read the entire thing, but if you have a moment, go and listen to that song. When I was younger, I didn't know what she was talking about. But as I got older, I realized that Erica Badu was talking about baggage and a lot of us are walking around with baggage, emotional baggage. And so when I woke up or when I was dreaming earlier, I don't know what it was, and I heard the lady crying, that was a symbol to me or a sign to me that there are a lot of women hurting y'all it's a lot of us out here hurting and we are trying so hard to mask it because we don't want anybody to know that we're hurting we don't want people to judge us we don't want to seem um like we're weak like lauren hill said um don't be a hard rock when you really are a gym it's so many women out here hurting okay and so today i want to talk about baggage The baggage that you are carrying, the baggage that is weighing you down, the baggage that is delaying you from getting to the next level that God wants to take you to, baggage, okay? So the first thing is you have to identify your baggage. And oh, pause. Another reason why I'm doing this episode is because last Sunday when I was in Dallas, I was um, prophesied to. And I'm not going to tell the entire prophecy, because I know that the same way those people who do support me listen to this podcast, there are people who listen to this podcast who really don't support me on the low. <laughs> and God has already shown me that in the spirit. And so you can't speak on everything because everybody is not praying good things for you. You understand what I'm saying? So I will say that last Sunday I was prophesied to. And a part of that prophecy, um, he told me that I had to let the old go in order to receive the new. That the new things that God has for me is closer than I think. But before I can actually take graphs of those new things. The old things have to go. And so that's another reason. Because I'm carrying baggage myself. Baggage from um, my old relationships. And not Joe. I'm not, and this is probably going to be the one of the last times that I kind of bring these two men up because I have to let the old go and they're a part of the old, but, um, my ex boyfriend Rashad, um, and I'm saying his name because he is a great man. Okay. Um, I haven't spoken to him in some months now, but he was a great man and we both had baggage that we both brought into our relationship that caused our relationship to end. Um, But for a long time, I held on to him in my heart and in my mind because I was afraid up until a few months ago that I would not meet another man like Rashad. Rashad loves God. You know, he's not perfect by no means necessary. Is this man perfect? Okay. But he's a good man. And he was respectful. He prayed over me. He prayed for me. We would pray every morning. Um... My family loved him, like, and I loved his family. His family loved me. So I was afraid that I would never get that type of man again because there's not a lot of young men who love God or who are not afraid to show that they love God. And for me, that is important. I want my husband, my future husband, the man of my children, to love God the way that David loved God. Okay? And so... One of my baggages was, or were, that when I would meet a new guy, I would automatically compare them to my ex-boyfriend. Like, if they cursed around me, I was like, oh my God, Rashad would never do that. Um, If they ate without praying over that food, oh my God, Rashad would never do that. <laughs> like, if I said something funny and they didn't find it, like, super funny, like I found it super funny, oh my God, Rashad and I have the same like jokes and so he got what i was saying you get what i'm saying so i have been comparing men that i met after rashad to rashad and so that was something that i had to work on and i also had to be reminded that anything that god takes away from me he will always replace with better god will never see you somebody lower than what you left behind. Okay. And so that was a lie from the enemy. That he was trying to sow in my mind. That um Rashad is as good as it gets. And Rashad has set the standard high. For my next relationship. But he's not as good as it gets. Because every round with God gets better. And better. And better. And so the first thing that you have to do. Is you have to identify your baggage. I also have trust issues and it stems from family things that happened in my family um it stems from me being involved with a man man that was involved with somebody else so you have to identify your baggage because as long as you don't identify it the enemy will use it against you over And over and over again. So ladies, you have to identify your baggage. The second thing is, you have to acknowledge the experiences that cause you to have that piece of baggage. So many times you hear people say like, "Um, girl, just forget about it. Like, don't even let that bother you. Like, act like it didn't happen. Act like they didn't exist. Lies. Lies. Because if you sit here and you act like what happened in your past didn't happen that's something else that the enemy will use against you over and over and over again it'll be the moments that you least expect him to use it against you and he will use it against you you have to acknowledge the things that happened to you when I was a freshman in college I was so stupid (laughs) okay and I had a man, a boy, he was a boy, disrespect my body the way nobody has ever disrespected my body. Um, And see, that was God, because I can't believe I just said that. But anyway, and so for so long, I tried to act like that did not happen to me. For so long, I tried to brush it under the rug. I would go to the next guy, the next guy, and act like those that particular situation didn't happen to me. And I couldn't do it anymore. There have been things in my life that have occurred to me that nobody knows about. And until God tells me to share those specific things... um, I probably won't unless he tells me to because they are kind of (laughs) deep. But you have to acknowledge your experiences that cause you to have pain. So I challenge you to make a list of all the things. Ask God, okay, first of all, pray and ask God to show you The things in your life that have happened to you that are stopping you from walking in the fullness of him, that are stopping you from trusting him completely and fully, that is stopping you from trusting in the blessings that he wants to bring to you, that are making you think that you're unworthy of those blessings, that that are making you think that you're unworthy of the goodness that God wants to give to you. I want you to ask God to help you come up with a list. And after you create that list, I want you to, one, acknowledge that those things happened to me. Yes, I was in an abusive relationship, but that's not me. Yes, I had an abortion, but that's not me. And ladies, that's not my, I didn't have an abortion, but I'm saying, those are just examples. Like, acknowledge that those things happened to you because I promise you that if you don't, sis, the enemy is going to use those things against you. Trust me, I know this for a fact. I know this for a fact. My first boyfriend, he was so sneaky. He would be texting girls left and right, being they DMs. They would be in his DMs, and they knew we was going together. And I would go to his phone. And so for a long time, baggage that I brought into other relationships, well, my second relationship and other situationships, was that I didn't trust nobody. So whenever they would get a phone t- a call or a text, like I would jump. Because I'm like, okay, what female are they talking to now? Or when I didn't hear from them for a good while, okay, so they must be with somebody else. Y'all know, this is real petty, but child. My ex-boyfriend, so when I was in college, this is a boyfriend from college, right? Y'all know Valentine's Day, I woke up to nothing. I went through class, didn't get not one text message about Valentine's Day. Honey, you know this Negro came in, like, came to my room around 8.30 p.m. Talking about Happy Valentine's Day with a glass vase and a teddy bear. First of all, I was so stupid that I was so happy that I finally got something for Valentine's Day. That was my first real Valentine, outside of my daddy, of course. Because my daddy always gets me something for Valentine's Day. Shout out to my daddy. Um, But... Like, that was an occasion that. Because, first of all, it came back to me that he was with his ex girlfriend um, during that day. That's neither here nor there, honey bun. But. That was an occasion in my life that made me not be able to trust men. So, if we. If it was. A special day, or if it was just any day and you went all day without talking to me, I automatically assumed that you was with somebody else. Thank God that I've been delivered from that. And now I have the confidence in myself to know that um I don't gotta worry about stuff like that. Only because whatever's in the dark, God's gonna bring to light and touch not my anointing, okay? But yeah, so you have got to acknowledge the experiences that have caused you to have this baggage. And let me stop you right there. No, I'm not going to say that. Let me. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to go to my next point. S- Number three, you have to accept responsibility. You have got to accept responsibility. I don't care who did you wrong. I don't care how the situation ended. In most cases, not all of them, but in some cases, most cases, there, if you sit down and you reflect on what happened, and I'm not talking about, let me say this, if you were molested as a child and you were only seven years old, this, I'm not talking about this case, okay? I'm talking about once you've gotten older and you can kind of, you got some common sense and you know right from wrong. In those incidents, there is something. Some piece of responsibility that you can take um, so a, a, a while ago, I had a conversation with some of my friends and associates, and I said, um what what responsibility or what was your part in the ending of your last relationship? okay? So everybody went around the room around the table and told their part of their relationship ending. and then there was one person. That person at the end of their story, they had taken no they took no responsibility. It was still the other person's fault. Okay? No. You have to take responsibility for your part. A lot of times, we all play the victim, and I'm so proud of myself because now, when somebody asks me why did you and so and so end, or why did you and so and so stop being friends, or why, are, what like what happened to this situation, I am able to say because I, because I no longer want to play the victim, and I no longer want the enemy to be able to use the the mindset of a victim over my life. So you have to take responsibility. So for everything that you remember or can cause to remembrance about what caused you to have this baggage, I want you to also write beside that the the part that you played in it. This takes me to um, John chapter 5 in the Bible. And it's about the man who was waiting to be thrown into the, the water so that he could be healed. And God had told him, you know, well, ask him, do you want to be healed? And the man said, um... I can't be healed. And Jesus was like, why? And he was like, because I've been waiting for somebody to pick me up and throw me in the water. But every time, but each time somebody gets in front of me, we cannot depend on people to heal us. I don't care if you meet a new man six months after your last relationship and you all of a sudden think that your heart has been fixed. Nope, wrong. We cannot depend on other people to heal us. The only person that will be able to heal your heart and to put those broken pieces together is God. And I'm telling you from what I know. When I went through my first heartbreak, I tried to use my body and other men to heal my own heart. But it wasn't until I told God, I need you. I cannot do this by myself. I miss this boy so bad that it hurts me. Um, Until I got real with God and until I took responsibility and owned up to what I was feeling, because you have to own your feelings, okay? Own your feelings. Um, That's when God was able to start shifting my heart back together and shifting my mind to a different way of thinking. So, Accept self-responsibility. Accept responsibility What part did you play? In your past, hurt, heartbreak, mistakes, whatever. What part did you play, sis? Now what part did he play? Now what part did she play? What What part did you play in the situation? Okay. Number four. Some of us have a fear of missing out. But sometimes we also have a fear of letting go. So... Um, uh Uh-huh, I had a brain fart, I'm sorry. (laughs) So, some of us have a fear of missing out, but some of us have a fear of letting go. And I kind of gave you an example of that earlier when I said, you know, Rashad was a good man. And I I held on to him in my heart and in my mind because I feared that if I let him go completely, that I would not meet another man who who basically fit what I wanted in a man. Okay. So think about this man with this bed who God told to get up and walk, take up your mat and walk. A lot of us are holding on to things and people and certain situations because we're scared to let them go because we, we know that once we let them go, our comfort is going to be shaken We know that once we let these people go, we're going to really have to trust God because we don't know what's coming next. A lot of us are okay with sitting on our mats and not being able to walk. Some of us like being the victim. Some of us like being able to blame the reason why I'm so angry because the last man broke my heart. You have got to let it go. Let it go. So many of us are walking around carrying bags and emotions and thoughts and things that God never told us to pick up and carry in the first place. Sis, let it go. Don't be afraid to let it go because like I told you, and I know this from experience, God ain't never told me, and I yes, I said ain't, God ain't never told me to let something go that he didn't bless me with something better, bigger, or greater. God has never taken something away from me that he did not replace with something better and greater. And no, I have not met um, I'm not not dating anybody, and I haven't met anybody that I actually like since I broke up. Well, I fate like them, but that's another story. But um, somebody that I can see myself being with since my ex-boyfriend. But I still have hope because I trust God, and I know that God is a God of restoration, and that when He doesn't restore something, He always He will replace it with better. So check yourself. And ask yourself, do I have a fear of letting go? Do I have a fear of letting go control and surrendering these things to God? Um, Next thing, five, and this is my last one. Be patient with yourself. We are so patient with other people because dealing with our baggage takes time and it takes work. Dealing with the things of our past takes time and it takes work and a lot of times a lot of us try to rush the process because we'll be on social media and we'll see that just four months ago she was crying over taiwan and now four months later she's so in love with uh nicholas i don't know where those names came from but So, we try to base our process on what people are posting on social media. And y'all know how I feel about social media and perception. It's not everything that it seems. So, you have to be patient with yourself. If you are going through this season where God is dealing with you and dealing with this baggage, and sometimes you want to cry, girl, cry. Don't stay there crying, but cry. If you feel like... You want to be happy these few minutes and then you're angry the next. You don't understand why deal with those emotions. But sis, do not sis, bro, whoever's listening to this, do not brush it under the rug because at the wrong time, I promise you, it's going to bubble up and you're going to explode. So be patient with yourself. So again, this episode was about baggage, And you have. There are some things that you are going to have to get rid of in this season to walk with, walk into what God has for you in the next season. And I don't know about you, but I know for a fact that I feel it in my spirit that God is calling me for more. Um, I've decided that I'm about I'm about to decrease my social media intake, so I'm going to delete the apps for a while only on except for on mondays and wednesdays and that's to promote the podcast and um the blog the website and on tuesdays i'm gonna start going live on facebook so if you have any questions for me please submit those um but i need less of social media because i need more of god um god has already shown me that i'm a going i'm going to change the lives of many women and i cannot pour into other women especially women who are hurt lost confused and just going through different emotions i cannot give to them from an empty place so i this season requires more of me spiritually so i have to fast more i need to pray more i need to be in my word more and so i have to be patient with myself and so there are things in this season that I need to let go of. And that's why I am telling you all that there's something, there's things that you need to work on and let go. You need to ask God to show you those things and show you those people and show you the different baggages that you have that you need to just release to him. Because God never calls you to carry more than you can carry. That's why he's God. He wants to bear all of our bur- bur- burden. excuse me. God is a compassionate God. God feels when we're feeling like when we're sad, God feels that When we're hurt. God feels that. But the problem is we try to take on all these things by ourselves. And that's not how God wanted us to be. So again, first one, identify your baggage. What are the things? What are the insecurities that you have? What are the weaknesses that you have? What are the things that you just know you need to work on the bad habits? Who are the people that you have in your life that you know God told you to get rid of a long time ago? Number two, acknowledge your experiences that caused this particular baggage. What experiences in your past? Acknowledge your past. Don't dwell in your past, but acknowledge your past because it happened to you. And it it, it happened to you. But God is able to use anything that happened to you in your past for his good and for his glory. Uh, number three, accept responsibility. What part did you play in these old situations? Accept responsibility, okay? <laughs> number four, um, ask God to show you if you have a fear of letting go. Some of us have a fear of missing out, but some of us also have a fear of just letting it go. Sis, let it go. Let it go. It's a process, but help. ask God to help you let it go. Let that old hurt go, sis. You still mad at him and he cheated on you in eighth grade and you 28 right now. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go, sis. Um, And number five, be patient with yourself. We are always so patient with other people. When people call us and they're crying and when they're going through things, we are so patient with them. We're so graceful with them. Be patient with yourself. Extend the same grace to yourself that you extend to others. Um. That's really all I have for today. I am going to be praying for you. I'm going to be praying with you. If you want if you have a prayer request, please send it to me. I'll leave my information in the description box, but y'all, this is a season of clearing out house, getting rid of this old baggage because I truly believe that God is doing a new thing. And even though I can't see it with my natural eyes, I see it with my spiritual eyes. And not only am I trusting him to do a new thing for me, I'm trusting him to do a new thing for everybody that is connected to me. Whether it's through this podcast, whether it's through my blog, whether it's through social media. I am praying that he will do a new thing, an awesome thing, a great thing in your lives Just for supporting me because I love y'all for real. And so I am here with you. We're going to be healing together. We're going to be evolving together. And we're going to be conquering together because I am tired and I am done with the devil thinking that he can use our past against us. That he can use our past mistakes against us, our past hurt against us, and that he can use our insecurities and everything negative against us. God is able to use everything that we've gone through for our good and for his glory. But yes, I love y'all. Please don't forget to rate. Please don't forget to leave a comment and review. <laughs> I love y'all so much. And as I always say, there is absolutely nothing you can do about it. I am going to be announcing really soon the new project that God has placed on my heart. I'm so excited for what God is doing for just Jessica Janae. Like I'm so excited. Um, I love y'all though. Have an awesome week. See you next Monday. <sighs>